Get ready for your daily dose of Tuttle. The all-time greatest uh, intern slash producer we've ever had, of course, Tuttle. Tuttle in Florida. It's Tuttle's Daily Podcast. Nice cock! Nice cock! Greetings and welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hope you guys are enjoying your day so far. Just want to thank everybody. Like I've said, I get up every single morning and I check my analytics on Podomatic. That's the hosting site that I use. Maybe not the best choice on my part, but I'm just dealing with it. I wanted to switch to another one, but I don't want to do that because I've already built up what I have right now. And I don't want to lose all that momentum. So I'm just dealing with it. But my numbers, my averages have gone way up. I'm picking up new countries all the time. And I just want to thank you because that is all because of you guys. And I know a lot of it, the uptick that I've had this week was from a mediocre time with Tom and Dan. I was actually on the terrestrial show this week at night on Real Radio 104.1. And I just want to make sure that you guys know, I've told you guys this before, I am one of the biggest soccer fans. I've been watching soccer since 2010. And the the thing I like the most about these soccer clubs, I root for Manchester United. I know you guys are like, oh, Tuttle, you had to root for the Yankees of Premier League soccer. I know everybody's been bummed out that we haven't won anything in like seven or eight years. I know we've won a few trophies, but we haven't won the most important one. That's the Premier League. But I'm almost kind of glad that it happened because we were able to shake off some of the bandwagon fans. But we'll be back. We definitely will. But why I like soccer so much is that they treat the supporters of their football clubs just as important as the players. They do. It's the truth. These players, they go all around on the pitch. They applaud the supporters because that's how important they are. And that's how I want to fashion the content that I'm putting out with this podcast. When I get back on the radio, I want you guys, I don't consider you guys listeners. I don't consider you fans. I consider you supporters because without you, this podcast would be nowhere near what it is now. If it wasn't for you guys sharing it and telling your friends, your family, your loved ones, it's been tremendous. And I never be able to repay you for everything you guys have done for me. And that's why I'm trying to put out shows on a daily basis and trying to give you guys the best content that I can. And last night when I was trying to fall asleep, I was wondering and I was thinking because I go back and listen to a lot of my shows and I've been noticing I spend a lot of time plugging stuff at the beginning of the show and I know that's going to turn a lot of people off and I really want to limit that because I just want to get into the content. So I was thinking what platform? Where should I send people to? And that's what I'm going to start doing. I'm going to send you to Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E.net. Now, when you go to Tuttle.net, it's going to have every goddamn thing that involves my life online, the content that I'm putting out, the podcast, my video content, all my social media is going to be on there. 
So where I'm not just plugging a lot of stuff, I'm just going to tell you to go to Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E dot net. Now, this isn't a plug. It's kind of like a segue into my first topic. I told you guys, I really, if I was not on the radio, if I was not in broadcasting, I would not be on social media because I have such a weird love hate relationship with social media. Twitter used to be my favorite. Everybody remembers MySpace. MySpace back in the day. Tom, Tom from MySpace. He got us so addicted to social media at the time. He had us learning HTMLs just so we could play a Ja Rule song or a Nelly song in the background when you logged on to our page. And if you remember, how many fights did it start back in the day when Tom knew exactly what he was doing with that My Top 8 friends? He was kind of trolling us all. You know, Tom from MySpace was trolling us because he made that uh, my top eight friends. And of course, you got more than eight friends, especially online. And it caused so many fights because somebody you thought was your friend and you you would log on their page and be like, Whoa, hold, hold on, one, two, three, four. I'm not one of his top eight friends. What the fuck did I do to piss him off? I'm deleting him. I'm unfriending him. I'm moving on because that motherfucker doesn't have me and his top eight friends. But that's all social media really is. I think these guys that have created all these different social media platforms just want to fuck with us. And what I mean by that, what I mean by screw with us, I just feel like they love to just cause havoc. And that's why I have that love-hate relationship with pretty much every single part of social media because it's just a hassle. Nobody is actually being honest. Nobody is actually being real on social media. They're not. They do what they need to do to gain followers, to gain traction on their page. Do you think a lot of these people even give a damn about some of the stuff they talk about? No, they don't. Do you think some of these pictures they take is real life? No, it's all set up. I'll give you a prime example. Dan Blazarian. You see him doing all these pictures like on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. Do you realize most of those girls that he takes pictures with are models that he hires? I'm sure. Look, I mean, the guy's Jack. He's in great shape and I'm sure he would not have a problem getting women. But a lot of those are all paid for. It is not real, people. This guy thinks he's some military combat guy. You want me to be honest? If I had a choice and I had to go fight another person or an army or something, I'm picking Vulture all day over that fuck, that fake damn Blazerian because he's posting, oh, look at all the ARs I got. Look at all the handguns I got. Look at all the tactical equipment I got. I would take Vulture all day, every day over that fraud, Dan Blazerian. And that is just the prime example of how fake social media is. It used to be a great place. Do you realize I've been on Twitter and I looked it up because I was just curious. 
And I got right on the train as soon as it pulled in to the train station because I got on that one at the very beginning. Pretty much I got in on all the social media at the beginning because I was able to get my name. I didn't have to come up with anything different. It's just Tuttle. Tuttle with two D's. T-U-D-D-L-E on all my social media. If you want to check out my, for example, hell, when Gmail first came out, I got Tuttle. Just straight Tuttle at Gmail. Gmail. The only platform I was not able to get in on and I slept on it was TikTok. And I had to go with Tuttle on the radio. And that really bummed me out because I talk about this all the time, guys. My mental state, my OCD, my ADHD, if I can't keep things uniformed, it screws with my head. I talked to Vulture about this last night. When I was young, I was trying to upgrade all of my parents' technology in late 90s, early 2000s. You didn't have a lot of those universal remotes. So we had a remote for the TV, a remote for the cable box, a remote for the DVD player. And I could not sit there and watch a television program with my parents if the remotes were not lined up from biggest to smallest, from left to right. It actually had to be in a certain order. Had to go left to right, biggest to smallest. That's how the remotes needed to be lined up. And I only give you that example of why I like to keep things uniformed, especially all my social media. But I have been on Twitter since June of 2008. I was there at the beginning. You don't know how long I've been trying to get verified. I know that it does not mean you're cooler or you're more worthy just because you have that blue check mark there. Just search Tuttle and you'll see I have one other account. I got at Tuttle and then I got at shit Tuttle set. And that's the only two that I have. There's a lot of people that are out there using my profile picture that make parody accounts that just want to screw with me. Some of them are cool. Some of them are actually fans. But it would just be nice to have that blue check mark there. And for the longest time, you could not ask. You had to know somebody or you had to be really famous to get verified on Twitter. And then a couple of years ago, they opened it up so you could apply to be verified. I did it numerous times and I got rejected every single time. I know what it is because when you apply to be verified on Twitter, you got to send them a picture of your driver's license. It also helps if you have a website so they can look at that to know what you do and what you're working on. But my real name is Patrick. It is. And when I sent in my driver's license picture and it just didn't match up, they're like, oh, well, Tuttle. And then you got Patrick. Why is your name Tuttle? Well, guess what? That's a thing that happens in radio. That's why people look at radio as douchebags because they all come up with fake names. And it makes you look like a goofball. Nobody can take you seriously with a nickname or made up name that some random host gave you. I like Tuttle. You know, my brand. And, and yes, I know you're laughing when I say brand, but I've worked on this. I've worked on the Tuttle name for a very long time. And it just would not make sense for me to move on to something else. It could. Maybe Tuttle is just so cursed. Maybe Tuttle has just, uh, you know, everybody looks at it as a goddamn bubonic plague. And they want to stay as far away from the Tuttle name as they can. 
but I've worked too hard. I've built up street cred people with the name Tuttle, and I'm not going to change it. I'm stuck with that for the rest of my fucking life, and I'm okay with that. But I've tried to get verified, and I've been turned down every single time. You want to know what is the most frustrating part? I look at some of these people that maybe have 1,000, 2,000 followers. And listen, I don't want you to think that I'm some big time guy. I am small fish in a big pond right now because at one point I was getting close to 20,000 followers. But for some reason, Twitter decided that, hey, we're going to start, you know, uh, Twitter accounts that don't have any activity. We're going to just start getting rid of them. I don't know what sense that makes. I would I would think as a company, you would want more the merrier. It would make your bottom line look better. So I did lose a lot of followers. I'm sitting at a little under 17,000 right now, but it just infuriates me when I look at some of these smaller people that maybe got one or 2,000 and they're verified. What the fuck, Twitter? I used to have fun on Twitter. It used to be the place where you could get on and you could just talk trash, post news stories. Hell, I learn about a lot of news stories. I get news on Twitter sometimes quicker than some of the big media giants. Now, you got to be careful with that. I don't want you to think that I look at Twitter as the gospel. No, I don't. But it gets me alerted. It draws my attention. And then I do my own research to make sure that the story is even real. But Twitter has just turned into this weird place. Because Twitter used to be the wild, wild west where you could do anything and everything. But with everything else in America, it becomes commercialized. You get big money sponsors behind it. And that's where everything changes. You know, they've become so concerned with people getting their feelings hurt on social media like Twitter. Twitter used to be able to get away with anything, but not now. And good luck with Facebook. It's just become ridiculous. Things need to be changed. There needs to be new laws that are made to be able to protect people. Because back in the day when our forefathers wrote the Constitution, they didn't know that we were going to have this thing in the future that was going to be able to play moving pictures through the air that you'll be able to watch. They ended up regulating that. They regulated TV and radio with the FCC about things of what you can or cannot say. And I think that is complete, absolute bullshit, in my opinion. You should be able to go on the air and say shit, cunt, fuck, motherfucker, titty, asshole, whatever it may be. I mean, you you can't go around spreading lies about people, but let the marketplace control itself. When I was learning and growing up in high school, I learned about the invisible hand of the economy. People are like, well, you know, you got to protect the kids. No, let the invisible hand control everything when it comes to the media and the stuff that we see on broadcast TV or radio. Just let it control itself because if a lot of people, if enough people don't want to listen to that type of language, they won't listen to it. And you know what happens when people stop listening or watching something? They don't get ratings. And you know what happens when you don't get ratings? You don't get advertisers. And when you don't have advertisers, you don't have a fucking thing to be able to pay your employees. So you're going to go bankrupt. You're going to go out of business. And that's why I've always thought you should just let the invisible hand control it.
Because if it's not popular, now, you know what? It could be popular and everybody would like that stuff. If you let some stations or let everybody say whatever they want to, I think people would gravitate to how people really talk and that's what would be popular. Do you realize people are getting shadow banned? People are getting taken offline all the time. If you don't know what shadow banned is, the only people that will see your stuff are the ones that follow you, but any of the outside people, outside world, they're not going to see a goddamn thing you post. And it's so hypocritical because everybody is so concerned that social media is going to sway an election or false information. Do you realize why are we holding all these 24-hour news stations like Fox News, CNN, MSNBC, and hell, it's getting so bad, it's getting on the local level as well too. But do you guys understand all the misinformation that you're getting on the local news? Everything is slanted. I don't know what's real or true. It drives me crazy. For me to read a news story and I read it, I always go and I try to find another source of something related to that story because you don't know who runs that newspaper. You don't know who was writing it. You don't know if they're a Republican or a Democrat. So you can't take anything for granted when it comes to information. Yes, you're having to work a little bit harder to find out all the facts, but that's what you got to do. That is your duty as an American citizen. You just can't be a sheep and take everything that you hear hear or read online or on the radio or on TV as the gospel because you're falling into their trap. Fox News, MSNBC, and CNN, that is not news. That is opinionated talk shows. If you're watching those news networks, you are going to be misinformed all day and every day because you're only getting one side. You're only getting the side that fits their narrative depending on what news station you're watching at the time. And that's why I find it so hypocritical that we're wanting to hold social media to a higher standard than some of the broadcast news networks network that are in our country right now. And I like it. I like that things are getting mixed up. I like that things are being thrown into chaos because we have been living too comfortably for way too long. It's kind of nice for the regular person to have a voice. It needs to be regulated because I don't think it's fair. Hell, I've been shadow banned by Twitter just talking and posting stories about the coronavirus. But back to what I was saying, I've tried to get verified because I think it would help me out. I don't think I would get shadow banned from what I've read. If you're verified, you don't get shadow banned. I just find it funny. I got a lot of pleasure out of it because Twitter was hacked yesterday. And all those higher up people that think they're better than us, the ones with the blue check marks, they couldn't post a goddamn thing yesterday because they got hacked. And if you fell for the scams that these hackers were tweeting out, like on Joe Biden's account or Elon Musk account, you are an idiot and you deserve Deserve to have your money taken away from you. The tweet from Tesla and SpaceX founder Elon Musk seemed too good to be true. I'm feeling generous because of COVID-19. I'll double any BTC payment sent to my BTC address for the next hour. Good luck and stay safe out there.
The address to send the cryptocurrency posted right below. I'm just letting you know. I mean, I don't feel bad for you. If you fell for somebody that hacked Elon Musk's account, yes, it had that blue check mark. But why the fuck would you think that Elon Musk would do that? You deserve to have every bit of the money that you have anywhere in any of the accounts, offshore accounts, Swiss bank accounts, it all needs to be taken from you because you're such a fucking idiot. You don't deserve that money. Similar tweets appeared on the accounts of celebrities Kanye West and Kim Kardashian West, politicians former President Obama and Joe Biden, and billionaires Michael Bloomberg, Jeff Bezos, and Bill Gates. Companies like Apple and Uber were also targeted. Here's how it worked. The sophisticated scam took over verified accounts, then convinced Twitter users following those accounts to send Bitcoin, a digital currency that can be traded for dollars, to a website and promised double the money back. That's also the other thing. Why would Joe Biden, the guy that is asking for donations right now to be the next president of the United States, why would he just be giving money away, people? Use your head. He's doing fundraisers. He's not giving shit away. So why would you even fall for that at all. Why would you give money to a politician? You cannot trust politicians, so why would you think you're going to get double back? You know what? I got a Nigerian prince that I need you to, I'm going to forward you his email because he reached out to me a couple weeks ago and said, hey, I got like this million dollars and I only need 50000 to be able to get that million out. So if you send me a check for fifty k, I'll be able to give you $750,000 out of this million that I'm going to be getting. It just does not add up, people. If it's too good to be true, it most likely is. Within hours, Twitter limited functions for all verified accounts and acknowledged the hack, saying we are investigating and taking steps to fix it. It's a terrifying moment for Twitter. Nick Thompson is Wired's editor-in-chief and says the way the scam was executed, hacking into Twitter itself and not individual accounts, makes it stand out from others. Normally, when you see the scam, it's coming from the address of someone whose name you don't know. It's not coming from Elon Musk. Thompson says hijacking verified accounts in an age when tweets make news could have disastrous consequences. And that is the root of all the problems we're facing right now. It is that people are so dumb in this country that they take anything that they read on social media as the gospel, as fact. That is why we are in the position we're in right now. That is the reason why we have a reality TV star, a bankrupt billionaire running the goddamn country right now when people are dying on a daily basis and him and his goddamn whore daughter Ivanka are posing with Goya products. You know, I don't even care about Goya. I could give two shits if you're protesting them or you're supporting them. But come the fuck on. That is, that picture was taken in the Oval Office of Trump posing with Goya. How much money is our orange leader getting? Kickbacks he's getting from Goya to post that. You realize that's the people's house? Our taxpayers' money runs that place, and this asshole is taking the time to pose with Goya products when people are dying. We got Russians giving bounties to kill our soldiers in Afghanistan. 
Come the fuck on. When are you people gonna wake up? And I'm not just bashing Trump because I'm a, a liberal. I'm a Democrat. No, I listen. I'm to the point, even though I hate Trump, I'd rather have him in there than Joe Biden. I'm just being serious, people, because with Trump, you know what you're getting. You know, he's a crook. He's a liar. He does not give a fuck about any of us. And there's no guarantee that Biden, even if he gets elected, that when it comes time for him to be sworn in as as the 46th president, that he'll even make it there. So that's also why I'm waiting to find out who Biden's going to pick as his vice president before I decide, because we're most likely going to have that vice president be in control before it's all said and done. Now that so much of life happens on Twitter, getting access to the most popular verified accounts means you can do near infinite damage. Twitter's still investigating this hack. The big question, of course, who was the hacker? Nobody knows that right now. But the company says it had locked most compromised accounts and would reopen them when it was safe to do so. So think about this, people. You know, all those verified accounts, all those people that thought they were better than us, they couldn't post anything for about 24 hours. So the crazies were running the asylum there for a little while. And we rose up. We rose up against those elitist blue checkmark cocksuckers and we ran that social media brand for about 24 hours now the power is back they're gonna come back and get us they're gonna make us pay for running roughshod through the asylum for that 24 hours but it was fun while it lasted people want to support the show go to paypal.me slash pedal on the radio Pedal's Daily Podcast is brought to you by StitchYouUp.com. For your embroidery, screen printing, vinyl, and direct-to-garment printing needs, visit StitchYouUp.com. StitchYouUp specializes in custom caps, shirts, decals, and anything you want to personalize. Whether it's one item or large orders, they can handle any size. Unsure about what you want? Let StitchYouUp help you with your logo design. Visit StitchYouUp.com. Or contact them, eric at stitchyouup.com. Stitch You Up, definitely not your grandma's embroidery. At the tone, the time will be... <laughs> You're listening to Tuttle's Daily Podcast. All right, welcome back, guys. So I know I'm late to the game. I know that this show came out in November of 2019. But with this pandemic going on, I think this is uh, the case for a lot of people here in the United States is that you're catching up on shows that you haven't watched yet. Everybody is streaming Apple Plus through the roof, Netflix through the roof, Amazon Prime through the roof. Everybody's coming out with their own streaming network. But I ended up, I wanted to give it a chance. And one of my favorite things, because my parents, they don't get too adventurous when it comes to new TV shows. And I turned them on to a lot of the new shows that they give it a chance. They didn't think that they would like it. I'll give you an example with my dad, Yellowstone, the TV show Yellowstone. I gave it a shot just because Kevin Costner, it's not fair 
for the criticism that Kevin Costner faces. They Everybody says he's not a great actor, that he uses the same accent, the same voice in every single role he does. I'm just being honest. I know some of you are probably going to be like, oh, you don't know. You're just trolling us, Tuttle. No, I'm not. When I What I'm about to tell you is 100% God honest truth. And I'm not even religious. So if I'm trying to, well, yeah, I guess you could call me a liar either way because I don't believe in God. I don't I don't support religion, but I swear 100% on the Bible, on God. Here, how about this? I believe in my parents. I swear on my parents' lives. Two of my favorite movies when I was younger, late teens, early 20s, was the movie Waterworld. Waterworld got destroyed. It got panned. Everybody wanted to go in hard on Waterworld. I absolutely love that movie. And that's another guy. Dennis Hopper does not get the credit as being a great actor as he is. Think about this. I don't know if you ever saw the movie True Romance, but the dude, Dennis Hopper, had one of the greatest walk-off monologues anybody's ever had in the history of movies, in my opinion. I'm sure people have other favorites, but that little speech that Dennis Hopper gave to Christopher Walken in the movie True Romance, that is badass. Now, everybody forgets one of the greatest movies in the 90s, Speed, Dennis Hopper, bad guy, killed it. And then Waterworld, bad guy, villain, absolutely killed it. A little bit cornier than what Speed was, but it was still good. So I liked Waterworld, and then the other Kevin Costner movie that I liked was The Postman. I absolutely loved that movie, and I know a lot of people hated it, but I liked it. And as long as I liked it, I really don't give a fuck what any of you guys think. That was a good movie. I'm not even gonna get on, and I'll save it for another show because, you know, I am one of the biggest baseball fans. Played four years, varsity baseball, played two years community college. I'm just telling you right now, nobody even comes close to the Kevin Costner baseball movies. Then I know I said I wasn't going to get into them, but the holy trinity of Kevin Costner baseball movies, definitely Bull Durham, amazing. One of the most quotable movies of all time. Then you had Field of Dreams. Field of Dreams, absolutely amazing. I could do a whole show on nothing but baseball movies, but the third Kevin Costner baseball movie for love of the game, man, and that's what really bums me out because I don't know if you've heard this, Kelly Preston died this week. Uh, she's the wife of John Travolta. She passed away because of breast cancer. I know that you guys are like, oh, why is that bothering? I'll tell you why. One of the first famous people that I ever met working in radio was John Travolta and Kelly Preston. They lived out at Spruce Creek Fly-In, which is not that far away from the radio station I worked on. And we we knew somebody, some, I guess, I, I can't remember. I think it was somebody that listened or somebody that worked there knew them and they got both of them. It, originally, it was just supposed to be John Travolta, but then Kelly Preston. And we didn't mind. We didn't. And it just, it kind of bummed me out to see that. And if I'm just being honest, maybe one of the hottest, sexiest lines ever uttered in cinema was Kelly Preston in the movie Jerry Maguire when she was yelling, don't ever stop 
fucking me. Uh, don't ever stop uh, fucking me. Sooner or later. Never be better. Never. Better. Never better. So I digress. The reason I got on this whole sidetrack, this sidebar that I went on, was I was talking about the new show that I started watching with my mom, which is The Morning Show. And I know it came on back in November 2019, and I was late to the game, but I gotta tell you, this show is goddamn brilliant. And I know a lot of people aren't gonna like it, but the reason I like it I've worked in broadcasting and everything I've seen, I've dealt with throughout my radio career, not to the point where you gotta look good every single day, but I'm just talking about getting up, getting used to getting up at 3.30 every fucking morning. And people like to tell you, oh, you get used to it. You get used to it. It gets easier getting up at 3.30 in the morning. No, it does not. It is not goddamn natural to get up that early in the morning. It's not. No matter how early you go to bed, and that's the thing. Once you get off in the mornings, you can't relax because the only thing that's in the back of your skull is, oh, I got to get to bed early. And you're always doing that math in your head. Oh, if I go to bed at eight, I'll be able to get eight hours worth of sleep. But if I go to bed at a certain time, oh, I'll get six and a half, maybe seven. I can deal with that because I'll make sure I get to bed the next day earlier. And that never happens. And it just builds and builds and builds. And it takes a little bit of your soul every single time you do it. People are like, oh, you can catch up on sleep. Fuck you. You don't catch up on sleep. It just doesn't happen. And that's what happens when you work morning radio or morning TV. And I want Vulture to watch the morning show because I want him to understand because in the greatest thing and the most realistic thing about the morning show is the producers. What limits, how far are the producers willing to go to make the story, to, to protect the personality, the broadcaster, what are they willing to do to make it happen? My favorite character on the morning show is Billy Crudup. I know for a fact, and I can't put my finger on it, but I've worked with a program director like Billy Crudup in the morning show. You guys just listen to what you hear on the air or what you watch on TV. I'm not going to name any names. But just like the morning show, I've hung out with some of these TV broadcasters and I'm protecting them because I do the same exact thing. But they're just regular people. You see them as, oh, they're, they're, they're a saint. They just deliver the news and they don't do anything off the cuff. They don't do anything that I would think that is deplorable. Guess what, people? All of them do that. I don't care. And I'm like I said, I'm not naming any names, but they curse like sailors. Some of them smoke, some of them drink, and some of them, and I know this is going to be shocking, do drugs. But that goes for radio and TV. 
So don't look at them as a saint that you're going to put up on a pedestal because they're not even close to being that. Their only job is to deliver the news for you. And I don't know where it started that we got to look at TV broadcasters. We've got to look at radio broadcasters as they should be held to a higher standard because we're just regular people like you. So why should we have to be saints compared to all the deviant stuff that you do in your regular life? It's just not fair. Just because we're on the radio, we're on TV, that you expect better from us? No, fuck no. Why don't you guys hold politicians to the same level, the same ex expectation that you hold up TV, uh, radio guys, actors, famous people. Why don't you hold the politicians? Because if I'm just being honest, the politicians are way more important than the famous people or broadcasters on TV or radio. And I got to stop this because fuck, I'm only on the second segment and I'm already 44 minutes in. I don't want to go much longer than an hour. Just check out The Morning Show. I know a lot of you already have because I am, like I said, I'm late to the game, but it is such an amazing show. I'll talk to you in a few minutes. Is that a PT Cruiser down by the lake? Oh, no, wait. It's the Tuttle Podcast Studio. considered owning your own restaurant franchise? Good Life Organics currently offers territories across the United States. Check out GLO Franchising. That's GLO Franchising on Facebook to sign up for an overview session today. Good Life Organics Franchising, a new partner of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Tell them Tuttle sent you. Send them a message on Facebook at facebook.com slash GLO Franchising. It's time for a Tuttle's Daily Podcast PSA. Hi, I'm Charlie Alamo. Did you know 9 out of 10 millennials don't know proper looting technique? Even worse, 10 out of 10 don't know how to break a bottle on a curb and not cut their hand open. If you don't know how to break a bottle on a curb and not cut your hand open, you probably shouldn't be looting, let alone breaking out windows or starting any fires. Thank you. Paid for by the Molotov Cocktail Makers of America. Molotov Cocktails. They're not a real cocktail. <laughs> All right, welcome back, guys. It's time to wrap up the show. But before I leave, I don't know if you guys saw this on Twitter or Facebook, but this was always one of my fears. I had, when it comes to transportation, I have two big real fears going over a very large bridge. I hated going over the Sunshine Skyway Bridge. I hated going across the Skyway. Hated every time. And then going through a tunnel. And I didn't really have a fear of tunnels until I saw the movie Daylight with Sylvester Stallone. Where they had that accident where it sealed off the complete tunnel and it was flooding with water. And you know, in true Stallone fashion, he gets into the tunnel and tries to save everybody. I've been through this tunnel before. I'm almost sure it was when I was getting my tour of New York City with Billy Staples. I'm almost 100% sure we went through the same tunnel. But if you go search it, it's on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, any of the social medias you may have. Just search Lincoln Tunnel. 
And you're going to hear this audio. I'm going to play it for you, but I'm going to post it on my Twitter account, twitter.com slash tunnel. Well, that's concerning. I'm inside the Lincoln Tunnel, which is underwater. I got to tell you, I got to give this guy credit because he is cold as ice. Dude does not get phased at all because I'm just telling you right now, if I'm stuck in traffic in the Lincoln Tunnel and water starting to come in, I'm not going to be as cool as this cat. Pretty sure there's a movie about this everybody dies. This guy knew exactly what I was talking about, and I knew what I would have said if I was in there because, yes, I'm a sucker for cheesy action flicks, and this is one of Sylvester Stallone's best one. Yeah, everybody's gonna say Rocky, but Daylight was amazing. Pretty much everybody did die except him and the girl. That's about it. And the only reason I know what date it is, what year it came out, was because me and my dad, Gators fans, I thought the Gators season was pretty much over. They're not going to be able to play for the national championship. Nebraska got beat, I think, by Texas, which made it possible for Florida and Florida State to play for the national championship. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed today's show. want to thank all of you for subscribing or streaming the show, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. That's the show for today. Thanks for listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, don't be a dickhead. Do us a favor. Share, like, and subscribe to the show. Also, check out the Tuttle category at 315live.com. The Tuttle Daily Podcast was brought to you by Total Wireless of Palm Bay, StitchYouUp.com, PocketPairClub.com. Special thanks to show intern Hannah and Charlie Alamo for their contributions. Additional imaging and production is provided by CCA Productions. Facebook.com slash CCA Productions presents. Show voiceover services brought to you by jcvoiceoverservices.com. That guy's got a goddamn sexy voice. You should hire him. If you want to help support the show, paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. Comments? Concerns? You want to let Tuttle know he's being a dick? Go to Tuttle at gmail.com. To follow all of Tuttle's social media, go to Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two D's dot net. Thanks again for all your support, and we'll see you tomorrow on the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, yo, Terry, fuck going on?